The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In the synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? I know teaching with authority. His commands, even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I was in my sixth grade gym class, floor hockey, girls against the boys. So my teacher came over to me and he says, can you play with the girls just to even out the teams? I said, okay, I guess. So I was standing with the girls and sure enough, all the guys were commenting on what a nice girl I am. I said to myself, oh no, this is not good. Why me? Why didn't my, why would my teacher didn't pick somebody else? What are the other boys? Why does my teacher hate me? So I should mention that there was one other guy on the girls' team, and that was my teacher. He played goalie in college. Anyway, there we were, and it was uh, overtime, no score. So I said to one of the girls, I says, you just stand near the net. I'll get you the puck, and you you just uh, shoot it in. So I'm weaving in and out of the boys, and I get close to the net, and there she is standing there, so I pass her the puck. And then she closes her eyes and she swipes at the thing and completely misses the puck because she's not looking. The puck bounces off her foot, comes back to me, and I just flip it in and I get the score. We won the game. (laughs) Needless to say, my teacher was really happy. All the girls loved me and each one of them gave me a hug. (laughs) And best of all, I crushed my foes. I silenced the mockers. And so I was standing there basking in glory. And it occurred to me that my teacher set me up. He set me up for greatness. Because he knew that sixth grade boys are not going to be able to score against the semi-pro. I had the only chance of scoring a goal in that game. He set me up. Now, the reason I told you that story is because in the book of Deuteronomy, God tells the Israelites in the desert, Heed my voice. Listen to my words. Why is he telling them to do that? I'll tell you why. Because he's setting them up. He's setting them up 
to achieve great things. My friend Barry and I were coming back from Home Depot. We had to get some supplies. And I was driving along the highway. And he says to me, he says, take this exit. I'm thinking to myself, why do I want to leave the highway and take this exit? There's going to be a thousand red lights. It's rush hour. I'm never going to get home. So I made believe I didn't hear him. <laughs> so we get to the exit. And he says, you're going to miss it. Take the exit. So I took the exit. Now, why did I listen to him? Why did I go against my better judgment? What, do I just cave to pressure? Now, I'll tell you the reason why I listened to him. Because he's an ambulance driver. No one knows the streets of Boston better than an ambulance driver. Remember when the Lord was in John's Gospel preaching to the crowds? And he said to the crowd, and the crowd says, Oh, no, how can this happen? This is too hard of stuff sayings. I can't listen to this. Why me? Why does God hate me? And then they all take off. And then the Lord turns to his disciples and says, Are you going to leave me too? And Peter says, Where else are we going to go? You have the words of everlasting life. Now that's the short answer. Here's the long answer that he gave the Lord. He said, Lord, do you remember the time that, that you were preaching to the crowds? And then we had, a, we had five barley loaves and a couple of loaves of, and a couple of fish. And you told us to feed them? Well, you know, I, have, I did, did the math. I did the math, and I figured out that you can't feed 5,000 families with a couple of loaves of bread. You were right. And then remember the time that you were in my boat, and you said, let's go to the deep for a catch. And, and I'm a professional fisherman, a commercial fisherman. I fished all night. It's more opportune to fish at night in the day. If you're not going to get, catch anything in the night, you're certainly not going to get anything in the day. It was my opinion at the time that we weren't going to get a thing. But fine, I'll lower the nets. We almost sunk two boats with the fish. You were right. Then we're in Jairus's, the synagogue leader's daughter's room, and you said to the little girl, Get up! Do you remember that? Do you remember when you said that? They were laughing at you. They were laughing at you because she was white as a sheet. She was dead. She's not going to get up. You're right. You are always right. And that's why you have the words of everlasting life. There's a thousand reasons not to listen to God. Oh, why me? This is not good. Why does God hate me? And there's only one reason to listen to God. He's always right. You will never go wrong if you listen to him. So no matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult it is, you remember this, that God is setting you up. He's setting you up to do great things.